Hola, hola, it's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach and I'm a bold stand for confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the second podcast episode of 2021. Oh my goodness. Are you settling in to the new year or what? I'm telling you right now, I've been embodying my word for the year, which I haven't told you what it is, but my word for the year is ease. Easy, breezy, fo-sheezy. It needs to be easy for me this year because if you've been listening to me or watching me on social media, you know that 2020 was a massive year on many levels, not only getting our book out, but launching my business mastermind, just doing all the work and all the things. I really messed my body's, my adrenal up, all the things, but it was an incredibly massive and amazing and beautiful year along with it also being horrible, hard work, uh, full on, um, exhausting. It was exhausting and expansive all in one. Uh, 2020 brought so much craziness. And so, this year's about ease. And ease doesn't mean I'm not doing shit. I am doing a lot. Let me tell you, my husband looks at me all the time. We just had a meeting with Nikki for our, you know, 2021 things that we're doing for the business. And he looked at me like, ease? And I'm like, yes. If it's not easy, I'm not doing it. Meaning, if it doesn't feel good, if it doesn't feel simple, if it doesn't feel like we can do it, it's simplified, then I'm not going to mess around with it. I'm not going to do exhausting, crazy stuff and burn myself out. That was 2020 shit. And 2021 Erica does not do 2020 Erica shit. So I'm excited for this episode because as I mentioned in my first podcast of 2021, when we talked really about what changes when January 1st comes around, I said to you all that I wanted to sit down and and give you a podcast about what I do, what me and Hamish, my husband, my business partner, my baby daddy, the man of my life and my dreams, what we do every year. And this is something that I'm telling you right now is so fucking powerful. You talk about manifesting, you talk about what you want to create for yourself and you don't sit down and work out how and why and what and when and where and calendarize it. It is not going to happen. It is blabber. It is just talk. It is just hype as I'm calling it that new year, new me hype. We are not doing that. And so if you're here right now, I'm guessing that you clicked on this episode because you are ready to set some intentions. You're ready to set some goals. So this episode is about goal setting and intentions for 2021. And yes, I am aware that we are already into 2021. We're already in the mid of Jan. But here's the thing. It is never too late to sit down and do this. So what I want to tell you, my love, is that instead of shaming yourself, blaming yourself, going, I haven't planned for my year. I'm not ready. Don't do that. You are ready. You're doing this right now. You're here with me. We're going to make it happen. We're going to work this shit out. And there is so much power. There is so much power in you sitting down and intentionally creating what it is that you want for the year to come. And that's what I'm hoping that we do in this podcast episode. I actually took notes. I've got notes for you. 
I'm not driving right now. I got notes for you. I really want you to sit down with this and go through it. You know, if you're driving or you're doing something where you can't sit down and, and really, you know, write out, I hope you come back to this episode. I was even thinking about doing a little freebie, a little, a little cheat sheet for this episode. And I might just do that. And if you listen to this episode and you want that, hit me up on Instagram and let me know if that would help you. I think it would be amazing. And I think as I'm saying it, I'm definitely going to get it done. Okay. First and foremost, the first thing that Hamish and I do, and when I tell you this, uh, we paid a lot of people, a lot of money and worked with different mentors throughout the years that they had their own process for the end of year or beginning of the year. There's personal, there's business. This is going to, I'm going to tell you all my personal one. There's a little bit of business in here, but it's really what I do and Hamish as a couple, as a, as individuals, as a family, what we do every single end of the year. Then we have a business thing we do. And maybe later on in some other episodes, I might do something and let you know what we do in our business, which is fucking huge. And it's incredible. And a lot of it has been inspired by, you know, the mentors that I've worked with and the amazing people who have helped me and given me ideas and thoughts and what they do. So this is a, com- a combination of that mixed with what Hamish and I have created for ourselves. So you are getting a lot of knowledge up in this episode. So here we go. First and foremost, the number one thing that you need to do if you want to goal set and get your intentions sorted for 2021 is recap the year that was. Number one, recap the year that was. So here's what that looks like for us. When I tell you to recap the year that was, I hear so much people say, oh, last year was a write-off. I had a horrible year. The whole year was terrible. I had a bad six months. And I'm like, wow, my love, you had a bad 365 days? Like, really? Maybe there was a few bad things, but the whole year was bad? Let's be careful and conscious about the language and the way that we're using the sentences and what we're saying. Because that to your subconscious mind goes bad year 2020 was horrible. Nothing good came from it. So that means you can't extract the gold of the shit that happened. And remember I told you in a podcast before, there is poo at your front door. It's shit. It's steaming hot and it's stinky. But if you're willing to put your hand in the shit, you can extract the gifts. Because there are gifts in all the shit that happens to us. Gifts as in a gift, not giffies, right? (laughs) There is a gift in the pile of shit at your front door. And I talked about this a lot and I hate the, sorry to be visual, but I'm telling you right now. There's not something bad without something good. There is duality in everything that happens to each and every one of us if we are willing to see it for what it is. So here's what I'm saying to you. It's number one, first you got to recap what kind of year did you have? I'm going to tell you what we do. We look at last year. We look at all the goals and the intentions that we set the year before because Hamish and I do this every year. We're about to hit our seven-year wedding anniversary on Saturday, Saturday. the 16th of January. It's our wedding anniversary. Um, and it's going to be seven years. And I, since I've known him, we've been doing this. We were doing our own version of this when we first met. And then after all the coaches and the mentors and, the, you know, retreats and the business courses we took, it changed. But this has been something we always do. So we go back to last year and we go, what did we write down for last year? And it's hilarious when we look at the goals and the intentions that we've had. Hamish has had learn Spanish. <laughs> For the past fucking seven years, he's had learned Spanish and we laugh because of course he wants to learn Spanish, but for whatever reason, other things happen, things come up. His crazy ass wife decides that she wants to write a book and do a program and an online and a retreat and then it doesn't happen. And I don't speak Spanish to him, you know, and I, and I need to, but it doesn't happen. So this year he was like, I'm not going to write that down. 
And I'll tell you why later on when we get to goal setting. But first and foremost, recap your goals and your initiatives and your intentions for the year before. And if you say to me, but Erica, we never did this. I never did this. You could do this as a single person as well, by the way. I never did this. So how do I recap? Just have a look at the year that was. And did you have goals that you set? Did you have aspirations? Did you have things you wanted to do in 2020 that you couldn't do for whatever reason? And maybe you could just review them. Have a look at them. Did you, did you do what you said you would do? If not, why? What got in the way? How recap? You know what I'm saying? Touch base on the year that was. The next part of recap is review your word of the year. Now, this is something that maybe you haven't done. And when I found out about this, this was maybe three, four years ago. This is something that's new that we're doing. I found out about doing a word of the year as an intention and as an overall vibe and feeling for the year that you're calling in. For what are you calling in? And the minute I found out about it, I fucking loved it. My Gemini brain was like, hell yeah, word of the year. What is it going to be about? And I'm telling you this, not to be weird and spooky, but I'm telling you right now, every time I choose a word of the year, I look at the year when I recap and I'm like, oh my God, the year was that. The year was exactly that. I, I don't even know how to explain it, but you talk about wanting to manifest. This is a powerful way to do so. So maybe you didn't have a word for 2020. What would your word be if you would have explained your year in one word? What would your word be? And I, and I invite you not to be like, shit, horrible, disgusting, heartbreaking. You know, I invite you to use forward focus words that are going to help you look at it so that you could find the gold inside of the shit that was that year. For example, if it was a heartbreak year, you could be like lessons. It taught me lessons. It taught me about self-worth. It taught me about, um, you know, looking after myself, self-care. It taught me about boundaries, whatever, like using a flip word that, that hits you with a positive. So it teach, it shows you what you learned versus what you don't want. Does that make sense? Pick a positive word. If you don't have one, if you have one, review it. What was your word for 2020? And can you find any coincidences as to how the word actually manifested in the year? My word for 2020 was expansion. It was called expansion. I was like, yeah, I want to expand. And when I sat down with Hamish doing this process that we do, I fucking felt like I contracted. <laughs> I was like, I was in isolation for 12 weeks. I couldn't go past two miles, five kilometers from my house. You know, we were locked down for a long time here in Melbourne. So strict. One person could leave the house per day. All this shit. I feel like I didn't expand. I was like, fucking, I contracted in 2021. And then my husband looked at me and was like, are you crazy? You launched a global, you know, uh, business mastermind. You wrote a fucking book. You did this. You did this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I did. I expanded my brand. I expanded my market share. I expanded my business. I expanded my reach. I expanded my impact. I expanded everything. But to me, it didn't feel like I expanded the way I thought I would at the beginning of 2020. At the end of 2019, when I chose that word, I was like, global tour, this, that. So that's what I'm trying to tell you, that the word you choose sometimes doesn't come out and show you the way you thought it would. Be willing for you to learn what you need to learn without it looking the way that you thought it would. Be willing to achieve your goals and learn your lessons in ways that you never thought you would. Because I'm telling you, when you dream big, you rip yourself off. Even when I dream big, I'm like, million dollar business, 300 women in the sisterhood. I don't even know what's coming for me. It's so great and expansive and amazing. What's coming for you? What's coming for me? That I would rip myself off if I even tried to explain it. 
And whether you believe in God or Allah or Buddha or spirit or atheism or science, whatever is out there that you believe in, you can't even explain what your creator or whatever put you here has in store for what you can create for yourself. We are expansive. We are unlimited. And so I've ripped myself off every time I try to tell you about how successful I'm going to be. It's nowhere near what's going to happen. And the same goes for you. So recap your word of the year. Review it. What kind of word was it? Now, the third part of the recap, of part one recap, is what worked? You know, what did you enjoy? What would you love more of? What did you love? What did you enjoy in 2020? What was the good? What was the enjoyment of that year? You know, for us, I really enjoyed slowing our lives down. I really enjoyed being at home with my kids and being able to do my life and be free and not rush them away. You know, rush them to school, rush them here, get up in the morning. Ah, we woke up so early in the morning. Everything was a fucking rush. Everybody's adrenals were on, you know, crazy. And I really enjoyed not having to be somewhere at a certain time. And so much so that we took that into our normal life. What did we love? We took it and we said, we're going to keep that. So what did you love about 2020? What did you enjoy? What, what do you want more of that you experienced in 2020? The next one, part four of recap. What was hard? What didn't you enjoy? What would you like less of? Right? What didn't you enjoy? I didn't enjoy feeling uh, the uncertainty of my sisterhood women in Melbourne and not knowing when I could offer them and give them a live event. I felt bad. I felt almost guilty like it was my fault at some point that we couldn't have live events. And I know that's not true. And I did my mind work and my questions and my, you know, inquiry and I and I worked on my mindset around that problem, but that was I did not enjoy planning events and then having to cancel them. I didn't enjoy that. It was really hard. It felt hard. I didn't love that. You know what I'm saying? It was, it, it was just, that was difficult. I didn't love that we were constrained to a place. I didn't love that I ruined my body writing my book. So there was a lot that I wrote in there of what I didn't love. What didn't you love for you? So part one, recapping the year that was. Last year, what were your goals and your uh, intentions that you were setting? Next one, review your word of the year. If you didn't have one, pick one. How was the year for you? Summarize it. Think about it. Write it out. This is all writing, okay? And discussion. If you're single, do it alone in your journal or a big whiteboard. Take some time for this, right? Take some time for this. This is important. You are important. Your life is important. And planning for your future or planning for the now or whatever it is, it's important. Okay? Now and future for you is important. The next one, what worked? What did you enjoy? What would you love more of? What didn't work? What was hard? What did you not enjoy? What would you love less of? All of that goes into the recap of the year that was. Number one, tick, done. All right? Number two, intentions for 2021. This is my favorite part. Because in this part, we get to dream. We get to think about the intentions and the goal setting and what we want to create for 2021. This is the visionary. This is the whiteboarding. This is the, the what's that called? Um, vision boards. Like all of you creatives listening to this, this is where you get to dream. And if you struggle with this, I hope that my questions and my prompts help you because this is really powerful and really important. And when I talk in the sisterhood, we have a whole module and a full day on manifesting. And it's not what you think. It's not like, you know, you just say affirmations and you just meditate and it's not going to happen for you. No, that's not fucking manifesting. You need to actually sit down with pen to paper and start thinking and creating what it is that you want and how it's going to come for you. How are you going to get it?
So first question here is what would you love for 2021? And when I say that, what I mean is how do you want it to feel? What do you want it to be about? What do you want to create? What do you want to experience? You know, what's the big picture, big vision for 2021 for you? It's super important to know this. It's super important to to look at this and to say, you know what? I want this year to be about business. I want this year to be about me showing up. I want this year to be about me working on myself. I want this year to be about me, about confidence, about whatever it is. Having an overall summary, an idea, a vision. How do you want to feel in 2021? Maybe go against what you felt in 2020, right? I'm not driving, by the way. Hamish is driving now. Hamish is in the car and he's here to say hello. Hello. (laughs) Right? So that's your vision. What's your vision for 2021? Big picture. You don't have to worry about details. You're going to get into that in a minute. So that's part one of the intentions for 2021. Part two. Guessed it. You're going to choose a word for the year. Now, this is about what we talked about earlier. If you haven't done that, you get an opportunity to do it. If you have done it, be intentional with this year now. You know what 2020 was about for you. You lived it. You experienced it. You made it. High five. (laughs) You know, we all made it through the 2020, that crazy year that was. What is this year going to be about? And when you start choosing your word of the year, don't think about the vid. You know what I'm saying? Don't think about the pandemic. Don't think about all that stuff. Look at yourself and what you want to do, who you want to be, what you want to create in this year. Of course, if you have an events business, you got to think about that. I get it. But what I'm saying is don't determine it on what if this happens or with fear. You want to pick the word forward focused. What do you want to create for yourself? I already told you my word for the year is ease. What's your word for the year, Hamish? Breathe. Why is it breathe? Because you suffocate me. (laughs) (laughs) What a motherfucker. I give him the mic and he talks... Some actual shit. Do you hear his laugh? It's like an old man laugh. Okay, tell him for real why it's breathe before you get knocked out while you're driving. Tell <laughs> him we get knocked out, we both go. Come down. on, go. Um, what does breathe mean to you? Well, I feel like breathe is the center of everything. You know, our breath dictates whether we're panting and going fast or whether we're meditating and relaxing and going slow. So breathe is for me reminding myself to come back to my breath Mm. Um, and it's not the means that I've got to be slow it it sometimes means you know I'm I'm working out and panting and we got to go we got to go but never losing being present to the breath which is always within so like being present to being within as I'm going fast or slow or balanced or whether wherever it takes yeah um and part two is you're doing part two. I'm I'm a I'm a soma breath work facilitator. Yeah, yep, yep. So I'm going to be using breath work as part of my meditation and as part of my private one-on-one coaching. And I really feel like breath is a, is is a really simple technique to help release emotions, yeah. to get in contact with yourself, to get deeper in meditation, to be more peaceful. It's great for health and well-being. So it kind of encompasses everything that I'm already about. So breath so swipe is swipe up to join. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So breath is about bringing that, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and and um, yeah, teaching people how to breathe because I think we don't know how to breathe or we don't know how effective breathing can be, and it's something anybody can do, anybody alive can do anyway. Yeah. Um, you don't need fancy equipment. You don't need expensive equipment. You just need to know the techniques and you need to be disciplined enough to do them. So 
breath is also about that. And I really want to bring breath work to my audience and my clients this this year. Amazing little cameo from Mr. Kramer because apparently he's getting suffocated. Anyway, <laughs> you're a motherfucker. Anyway, that was good. That was funny, babe. Uh, we didn't plan that, you guys. Anyway, so that's your word of the year. So you choose your word. What is it going to be about, right? And and think about it. Don't just use a fluffy ass word because you think it's cute. Self love. Because you really have to look at how are you going to be practicing it. Hamish's word when he said breathe, me and Nikki were like, well, what does that mean? Breathe. Yeah, you got to breathe. And yeah, you're doing breath work. But then he explained it in every element. And it was like, wow, that word means a lot to him. That word doesn't just mean to breathe in and out. It means everything, every part of his life it touches. And so it's incredible. Now in my business with me with ease... We just planned out our business, as I said earlier. And I'm like, if that's hard, I'm not doing it. If the relationships are hard, I'm not having them. If that's difficult, it's not happening. I'm not doing it. And that doesn't mean I'm not hustling and working and doing all that jazz. I'm going to work hard, but it's going to be easy. I'm going to work smarter this year because I hustled already. I can't be doing that shit year three. That shit will kill me. So choose your word of the year. All right, the next one, which is my favorite one, right? This is number, let me check, number three. In part two, which is intentions for 2021. Number three is goal setting. Goal setting. Please don't roll your eyes as you're listening to this because like, yeah, set your goals. It is powerful. Me and Hamish go back. Remember when we used to go to McDonald's? So for all the parents that are listening, me and Hamish didn't have childcare. And we knew we needed to do this. This was like when I first started the Queen of Confidence business, when I first started this podcast. And we would go to McDonald's because in Australia, the McDonald's is a bit bougie. They got like Wi-Fi, nice playgrounds. The food is different than American food. And we would go there and we would be at the playground for two hours with our laptops and bring a little whiteboard. And we would start talking about our goals. Remember, Mm -hmm. we'd watch the kids play. We'd actually go into the birthday party room. (laughs) (laughs) We were the only losers on a Sunday there, like January 1st or January 2nd, sitting there while our kids were playing. We used to do it regularly. We used to do it a week all the time. We did it all the time. But I mean the the end of year one, remember? Because we couldn't have people watch the kids. So here's why it's important. I have one of Hamish's notebooks because Hamish is the good handwriter. So he takes all the notes. And one one of the notebooks says, Hamish says, start a podcast. And mine says, get your nails done every three weeks. Now, that sounds ridiculous. But for me at the time, financially, we couldn't afford it. And I really wanted to get my nails done because it made me feel feminine. And it made me feel like I was looking after myself, remember? And literally that year, and it's been continuous, I've done my nails. And now I wear press-on nails, even though I can afford the other nails because they're so much easier. But that's off topic. And Hamish has a podcast. He just hit like 50 episodes. And, you know, these are the things that we wrote when we were planning and goal setting and they have come true. All of these things. Last year, I found something that said, have on my podcast, Byron Katie, along with, you know, Tony Robbins and Gary Vaynerchuk. And when I wrote that, to be honest, my love, I didn't believe it. I was like, yeah, right. Get, you know, any of these people. Yeah, right. But I'm going to write it and stretch my goal. And we had Byron Katie on the podcast. So what I'm telling you is you need to understand that this stuff can happen. It's not a pipe dream. You are feeding your subconscious the shit. So you might as well feed it good stuff because it will remember and it will find a way to make it true for you. It will find a way to make it happen if you focus on it. So here's what we do. Goal setting is broken down into four areas. One, two, three, four. Yes, four areas. Number one is personal goals. Number two is couples goals. Number three is family goals. If you have a family or you want to have a family and couple is if you have a partner or you want to have a partner or you have multiple partners, whatever. 
career and business, which includes finances. So when you look at personal goals, one of the goals I told you guys that Hamish used to have was learning Spanish. We gave that shit up because it just didn't happen. So this year, Hamish really said, no, nah, I'm going to be strategic and I'm going to do less is more. Can you talk about that? Because that's true. Less is more with the goal setting. Um, well, I think I was looking at my goals and a lot of them were still there from previous years. Yep. So it's like, <laughs> Same. and I think you have to get some truth behind you and go, you know what? Yeah. Um, I'm putting a lot of things that I wanted to do, but the reality is I'm probably not going to do all of this. So I think I've been able to, uh, over the years, look at what I've been doing and go, okay, these are all the things I would love to do. Now let's cut that in half because the reality is um, I'm not going to do all of that. And so I put, I put every year learn Spanish <laughs> and, I've, and I've tried a bunch of techniques to get that going and some have been successful and others haven't. But this year I, I took it off. Yeah. I took off all the things that I've been trying to do for the last few years and I've just let them go. And I, if I'm honest with myself, some of those things are probably not as important right now as um, I want them to be. And maybe there are other things in there which are taking more precedence and I'd rather awesome. focus my attention on a few smaller things and really become masterful at it. Yeah. And I know at some point in my life, at some stage, you know... See, see. There'll be time for that. And I know yeah. that, you know, I want to learn Spanish and I'm going to learn it, but the motivation to do it right now isn't there yeah. you know the yeah. the want isn't strong enough and priority too and the priority isn't there you know we're, we're at a different stage of life and that's cool and i'm happy to accept that rather than beat myself up about it each year and go oh and, fight it, yeah. and then trying to find a way to really do it um and and it kind of drags on from year to year to year to year so i've, yeah. I've yeah. decided just to let it go and look maybe things will change during the year we'll implement all the things that we've said we're doing and become more time efficient and maybe the opportunity will rise up and I'll, and I'll take it on board, but I've, I've, I've let it go and I've put other things as more of a priority and yeah. a focus for this year, um, which has been good. And so something that you really said that's important there is you said, I don't want to like feel bad that I haven't done it. And this is important. If you're listening to this and you're like, I have a goal. Maybe you always say you want to lose weight. You always say you want to lose weight. Maybe instead of lose weight, you're like, I want to eat better. You know, I want to take a dance class or do something that's going to help your body feel good versus pick a number on the scale. You know, that might not be, sorry, I do that because it's less sound. Pick a number on the scale because that might not be doable or might feel shitty to you. Or you might look at the scale and every time go, I still haven't done it. I'm not good enough. I still haven't learned Spanish. I'm not, uh, what's the word called? Like, um, disciplined enough and I'm you know it's not about shaming you with your goals they're goals that make you feel good yeah like these are things that make you feel good so personal goals one of my personal goals is to dance and I love like afro beats I love African dance I love reggaeton I love samba I did samba that shit's really hard the time commitment is full on I don't want to be kind of good I want to be fucking amazing so I'm like I'm not going to do samba this year it's too much commitment of time and I can't do it so I'm like what I can do is take a casual afro beats dance class where I can just go casually another one is yoga for me and obviously Hamish and I both have health as number one priority that doesn't look like a weight loss number that looks like our inner bodies are healthy we're eating well we're preparing our food all that jazz so those are just some personal goal examples did you mention um topic habits i'm not yet so we're going to mention a book for you i've mentioned it in chapter oh, in uh, episode one 
uh, the, the first episode of 2021. There's a book I mentioned in there. It's amazing. Y'all are going to love it. If you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to that episode after this. All right. The second one of the goal setting is couple goals. Now, obviously, hashtag couple goals. That's a cute hashtag, but how the fuck are you going to get couple goals if you're not working on it? If you are a couple, you need to work on it together. Unfortunately, you both got to be online with this. It can't just be one of you. At least the other person has to want to have a better relationship, has to want to spend more time, has to want to work on the areas where you are not fulfilling your couple goals. Does that make sense? So for us, we talk about as a couple, we come first, by the way, our kids are second. Me and Hamish come first because we made our kids like, how is my child going to be more important than my husband when my child is going to grow up and be his own person? You know what I mean? So for us, that's our belief. You could choose what you want to do. But for me and Hamish, we come first. And so we need to nurture the relationship and make sure that we are looking after us as a couple. If you are not in a relationship, what are you doing to get your ass into a relationship? What are you doing? You can look at ways to make sure you're out there, you're dating, you're looking, you're trying to manifest, you're meeting people, you're open to meeting people, you're working on yourself so that when you attract someone, you attract the right person for yourself. So a couple goals, you can do that whether you're single or in a relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, what, one of our couple's goals for this year was to get away and have more dates because we, we do have meetings, but we don't really go off and have fun dates. Like we have fun in our meetings because we love what we do. But right, one of our mm. couple's goals, um, last year, <laughs> last year, my, I had a funny thing that I made up. It was like a 30 day sex challenge. Do you think we, we did like two days of it and then we got busy? <laughs> but there's an idea for you if you are, uh, lacking in the sex department with your partner and it's hard because sometimes it gets hard with kids, y'all. You could do a 30 day sex challenge. I don't know. Couples goals for us was health and fitness. So we're going to, we worked out together. We joined a gym together, even though Hamish owns a gym, we got a gym that we're doing together. That's one of our couples goals, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. just write yours out. The next one is family goals. Again, if you don't have a family, cool. Maybe you don't want to have a family. Fast forward. We're going to be about two minutes. Fast forward. Don't worry about it. But if you have a family, this is so damn important that you talk about this. I think that this is an area where we don't think about. We think the family planned holidays are just going to happen. We think that the conversations and fun with our kids are just going to happen. You know, this stuff doesn't happen, right? Mm. What 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 did we see for us that we kept putting in our calendar that didn't happen? Well, we needed to get the kids to swimming. Yeah. And we weren't, you know, we moved a lot, so we couldn't. So, and and I and I might say to to, to people listening that it's not just children. You might have a fur baby. Yeah. And you might, not, you know, those that have them will know that. Got a plan, you got a plan that you know you have to walk walk the dog. You have to take care of them. It's it might not be a human being, but whatever it is, animals can still be the same. You know, so yeah, you, that might be your family, or you might have you know um, rel relatives that live with you. You might you know you might have older parents, and you know, so so I think that family doesn't need to be two people and two kids. I think that's that's out. You know, um, yeah. So I, I think I think when you're thinking of family, you're thinking of those yeah. dependents um, and how they fit into the equation and, and you know again if you're not setting goals for them and like we set goals for Raven and Nava like we, we're setting goals uh, with them so you know talking about what they want to achieve and they're only five and three but yeah. we're already talking about the discussion about what they want to do in life what they want to achieve and Ra Raven's very good acrobatically and you know checking with him is that something he wants to pursue and if it's a yes that's a goal of his then 
how can we support him in making that a reality or furthering his interest in that to see if that's something he wants to do long term yes, so yes. again if we don't do that then like everything else we become busy yep. and that becomes um, out of mind out of sight yep. and, and forgotten about so yeah and I think that priorities will take precedence so it's like if you're a business person maybe your business comes first you know if you're working a 9 to 5 and you're a CEO or you're high level and you're trying to get a pay rise maybe work will always come first and it's like you know what like if you do have a family a furry baby or a grandma or a mother or a partner or you know whatever that is for you whatever your family dynamic looks like it could be a foster family your god family it doesn't matter but what we're saying here is spending more time with your brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. if you don't think about this or talk about this and thank you for that Hamish because you're right it's not just you know I'm talking about my examples but you guys might have different family dynamics and so the point is it's something that needs to be discussed you know, um, maybe it is that you want to spend more time with your parents or maybe you want to spend less time, but you don't want to hurt their feelings. You know, what are the conversations you need to have? What are boundaries that need to be set? What are what are, you know, your meetings that you would need to be having as a family? What are the rules of your family? Do you want to go on holidays? Me, me and Hamish plan every single creating confidence event and sisterhood day and manfulness workshop and all our retreats. And I'm like, shit, we need to plan the kids' school holidays or we need to plan weekends away with the children where we're just being parents and we're with them hanging out. Because if we don't, it doesn't happen. This is the reality. So looking at your family goals. The next one and the last one here in the goal setting section of part two, which is intentions for 2021, is your career or business goals. Finances fall into this as well. Whether you have your own business or whether you are working for someone else, which is amazing as well. Some of y'all work for someone else and that's great. You don't have to own your own business, whatever floats your boat. But basically looking at the goals that you have for yourself. Do you want to get a pay rise? Do you want to make more money? Do you want to work more? Do you want to work less? You know, do you want to change jobs and change careers? You know, what is it that you would love to create for yourself and your business? And you have to be careful here that you don't make this whole thing and go all into business. Because as I mentioned, when we first started, we're going to, you know, we do a full other process for the business. Um, and, and maybe we'll get some time to do that in the year and tell you guys what we do for that. Because that is a whole nother beast. It's a massive, it's probably a two day event that we, that we do. And it's incredible. And so just think about the top line things, have a million downloads of your podcast, you know, um, maybe you want to start something, maybe you want to talk to your boss and get that pay rise or whatever it is. And then lastly, in that space, you're going to look at financial goals. And so how much money do you want to make this year? You know, what do you want to save? Do you want to save money? Like, what is it? Maybe you want to buy a house, which might go into your personal goals, you know, but you still have to look at how much money. So all these interconnect with themselves. This alone, you can tell we've already spent some time on this. This takes time and you don't have to have a million goals. What were you saying before? Um, Call what's not possible and less is more. Yeah. I think like go through things and I think we like to brain dump everything or you definitely like to I brain dump. I definitely like to. And then I like to go in and then just really cull, um, yeah, what's, you know, cull it out, you know, yeah. really, t- are there, is it really important? Do I really want to achieve that this year or, you know, and you have to be kind of ruthless, I think, because I think if you're not, then it becomes a whole bunch of fluff. Mm. And I think with the human brain, it, it you know, it, we, we love to dream, but then I think we don't like it when things get too complex and overwhelming. Yeah. Or and, doesn't happen. Yeah. And you can dream and then say all these things, but then when you come down to the reality of it, you become overwhelmed and then yeah. you end up doing nothing. So you're, you're better off dreaming and then, you know, taking little bits and pieces of that dream and trying to get them activated, which is what 
I guess we try to do. Yeah. And I think something else that we talked about is, um, you know, when we, less is more. So it's not like, and here's the thing, we're not trying to discourage you to not think big. You might find a big ass goal that you go five years three years what does Tony Robbins say we underestimate what we could do in 12 months or five years we, we overestimate what we do in a year and underestimate what we can do in five years so we overestimate what we can do in a year but we underestimate what we can do in five years so this stuff might come into year two year three year four year five please put it down put it somewhere because if you don't get it out of your head it's probably not going to happen for you and that's very important I allow myself to go big you know and, and it might be moved to the next year but at least you have it somewhere and I didn't say this before but dedicate an area for this Hamish has a amazing journals he's so strict with his journals it's like clean and nice and neat your girl over here has like 72 journals <laughs> and they're all one page, fucking, one page in each one they're fucking all over the place but that's not how my mind works i use evernote by the way so evernote is amazing and i put all my brain dumping in there but hamish i recommended evernote by the way that was my suggestion yes you did to sort out her crazy anyways brain. my evernote is the bomb y'all if i die go to evernote all my ideas are in there um <laughs> so evernote is amazing for me but you decide if you're a journal writer if you're if you're a post-it note maybe you put it somewhere in your house where you're going to see it and you make it happen for yourself another thing that you could use is smart goals which is specific measured actionable realistic and timed mm -hmm. and you could google smart goals they are very old school it's very corporate-y but it's really cool because if you want to get something happening you got to look at that like is it actually specific enough is it measurable you know is it actionable can you do it you know, is it realistic or is that right? Realistic. Yeah, yeah. And then timely. What time frame do you have on it? So that's the goal setting stuff. Call what's not possible for this year. Don't take it as a loss. Take it as a, I'll do that later. Plan it. And what you might notice as well, you know, we Erica hasn't talked about the book that we'll recommend, which is Atomic Habits. But inside of that, he, he does mention that you don't reach your goals because of lack of motivation. You don't reach your goals because of a lack of systems. Yeah. And not putting in the right systems in order for you to achieve your goals. So I think that's why we love to cull things because sometimes when you do set a goal of, say, losing weight, you actually might not realize the systems and the effort that might need to go in place to achieve oh, that goal. Yeah. So you might go, yeah, I want to lose five kilos. And you might go, oh, 10 kilos. And you might like, cool, well, I got to join the gym and eat better. But then you realize, wow, to eat better means I got to shop on the Monday. I've got to prep food. I've got to get containers. I've got to get that, a little bag so I can take that. I need to get my gym clothes ready. Scale. I need to get a personal trainer maybe. I need to get to the gym three times a week. I also need to get to bed early. I need to reduce my stress, which means meditation in the morning. So all of a sudden, this losing 10 kilos or whatever it is, this lifestyle change actually becomes more complex and requires better systems and more energy on your part. So mm. now if you have that plus read a book a month plus go see see my friends every week plus you know buy learn a brand spanish. new house learn spanish you know before you know it you'll, you'll get to april and you'll be like stuff it so you might want to consider the the goal that you set might be more of a project and like erica said may take over a year or longer and you might want to break that down to be something a bit more simplified mm. that's why we think it's really good to really uh more you know less is more by really reducing what you've got on your list mm. and being very specific and intentional can really help you uh, 
deal with the chaos that might come with the change of these new goals. Yeah, that's so true. So the book, you guys, is Atomic Habits. We talked about it in our last episode, What Changes on January 1st. Atomic Habits by James Clear. We will link it again. It's a great book, especially for goal setting. And Hamish is right. It's all about our systems. It's not so much about the fact that, you know, we can't stick to good goals or good habits. It's that our systems are not in place. I've shared with you and I'm going to do a podcast episode about my alkaline and, and my health detox journey and how my, I have a fatty liver and how I gained all this weight and how, you know, my inside was really, I don't want to say rotten, but it's like not good. My insides were not good. And I am now sorting it out. We've been on an alkaline detox cleanse. It's not a diet. It's a detox. So we can shift our lifestyle, have less coffee, no caffeine, no alcohol for about eight days now. And let me tell you what, we've had to plan a lot. It's not like you could just eat food. We went to an amusement park and we're like, fuck, what can we have? Falafel wrap, shit. Do they have this? Can we have that? It's a lot of planning, a lot of packing. So these goals, you might need to really prepare yourself. So thank you very much, Mr. Kramer. That is the goal setting portion for intentions for 2021. Number two for the intentions of 2021 is non-negotiables. This is awesome and really important. This basically means it's your non-negotiable. What are you not willing to do in order to achieve your big goals, what are you not willing to do? Not what are you willing to do? What are you not willing to do? For example, maybe you're not willing to work on Sundays to hit that six-figure mark. Maybe you're not willing to take on clients anymore out of scarcity just because you want to get paid. Maybe you're not willing to miss out on your kids' you know, play at school. Maybe you're not willing to burn the fuck out in order to be a boss bitch like me. And that's what I'm not willing. I'm not willing to burn out. Hence, my word is ease. I'm not willing to do that. Nothing needs to be hard for me. I'm not willing to go there. Um, you're not willing to work nights. Whatever it is, think about it. I am not willing to do this in order to achieve that. What are your non-negotiables? Write them out. It is so powerful. And I would recommend you say, I am not willing to. I am not willing to finish the sentence. Write that shit down on a piece of paper. Ooh, that journal will be on fire. Like that's hot. That is amazing. It's going to help you. It is powerful as hell. Again, put it somewhere. You're always there. Maybe at the back of your you know, bathroom door. So while you're sitting on the toilet, you can read it all the time and remind yourself. That's the next one. All right. Next one coming up is your bucket list. Bucket list is something that we gained recently from one of our mentors, our last mentors that we worked with. And it's really awesome and really fun. It's a bit of a, a written vision board almost, a written vision board. There are four parts of the bucket list. Um, you can add what you want. We're just going to tell you what we do. The first one is what do you want to see or who do you want to see? What do you want to see like uh, visually or places of travel? What do you want to see? Number two is what do you want to experience? experience maybe um you go somewhere you attend an event uh you have an experience maybe you want to go snorkeling or scuba diving or whatever what do you want to experience in 2021 what do you want to learn is the third one learn maybe you want to learn spanish right maybe you want to learn hypnotherapy maybe you want to learn how to become a life coach maybe you want to learn german i don't know what do you want to learn number three number four last one is who do you want to meet Who do you want to meet in 2021? Is there an influencer? Is there a famous person? Is there someone you look up to? Is there a mentor, right? Is there, maybe you want to meet your best friend because you don't have a best friend. Maybe you want to meet the men of your dreams or the women of your dreams so that they, I'm going to name them again. What do you want to see? What do you want to experience? What do you want to learn? Who do you want to meet? That's just a little list. Put as many things down as you want. It's a lot of fun. And again, these will probably happen in year two, year three, year four, year five. I kept saying I want to do UPW Tony Robbins and I ended up doing it this last year, 2020, virtually because obviously the vid. 
Anyway, the vid stands for COVID, by the, the way. Vid. In case you haven't watched Kevin Hart's uh, Zero Fucks Given. <laughs> Zero Fucks Given? Is that what it's called? Zero Fucks Given. I know, it's like Catch John's thing. He is so fucking funny. I love him. We watched it three times because we love him. All right, this is the last step. The last step, which is number three. I'll recap. Number one is recap. Number two is what are your intentions for 2021? And number three is your action plan. This is the last step. If you don't do this shit, nothing's going to happen. This is going to be that hype stuff I kept telling you guys about. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, new year, new me, bullshit. Stop talking, start acting, start doing it. Stop saying, I'm gonna do this, just fucking do it. And I talked about it on Instagram yesterday. I was like, I heard, I don't know where I heard this because if I did, I would tell you because I love telling people where things come from. Um, I heard this thing that said, instead of letting them hear you coming, let them see you coming. Stop talking about how you're coming. Just start walking. Let them see you. Does it make sense? Number three step, last step is action plan. So what we do is we calendarize. Is that a word? Calendarize? Calendarize yeah. what you can, what you can. Oh. Calendar is what you can or else it's not real. That means put the pen to paper, open a calendar. I love calendars, you guys. Secret obsession of mine is fucking calendars. I have about 60 million. We got our own big calendar made. Jackie hooked us up and made us a calendar this year. And literally it has the whole year and I have another calendar like and a whiteboard calendar. I have all the calendars. So why we do this? Because you said you want to do this. When are you doing it? How long is it going to take you? What month are you actioning that? When are you going to do those events? When are you going to take your family on the holiday? When do you want to have $50,000 saved by? When? Put that shit into the calendar and that will become a reality for you. Or else it's not real. You are just hyping it up. That's all. So calendarize the shit that you want to get done, especially in your goal setting. Do you want to dance once a week? What day? What time? Where's the studio? Who's going to do it for you? Does that make sense? Like find all of that shit this takes time this whole thing right this is like a two-day thing in case if you're wondering or you can make it in a one day depending on how much time and effort you put into it but you definitely have to calendarize how you're going to do this and when you're going to do it and at what time and what day and what month the next one part two of this is create meetings to check back in so me and hamish have meetings we have meetings for our team every single week and a massive meeting at the end of every month sorry, the first Friday of every month to recap the month. So we're recapping every week and we're touching base at the end of every month. We are touching base a lot. So if something's steering the wrong way, we could catch it. Hamish and I have meetings every week as well. And and let's be honest, I talk this man's ear off every goddamn day. She does. <laughs> so create a meeting. Now, if you're single, it's all good, boo. You book this in with your fucking self. Book in a check-in day every quarter. Every three months, check in with self. Get that notebook out. Pull it out. Where am I at versus where I said I would be? Mm. Or if you're like me and you like to check on shit more fast, monthly. Pick a day. Once again, calendarize the day you're going to have the check-in. And go, where am I at versus what I said I would do? Fuck, I'm still doing 2020 shit. Sorry, this 2020 Erica has moved into 2021. She can't stay. We got to move. You got to move. Let's get out of here. What else are we going to do? And you can fix it up. You can fix it up faster than going, last year was shit. No one should be saying that. A whole 365 days cannot be shit. I'm sorry. You're doing something wrong. So that is it. Those are our main things. I'm going to touch on it again. Number one, recap the year that was. Number two, what are your intentions for 2021? That is it. Number three and last step is action plan. You got to make it. You got to pop it in there or else it's not real. It's just fucking hype. Hamish, do you have anything else to add to this amazingness? No, but I want to reiterate what you said about constantly reviewing yeah the plan because i think that's i mean that's where people get stuck i mean 
no one sets a goal and then lets it go. You you really have to be revisiting that mm. weekly, you know, uh, and doing a big check in monthly or, or every quarter because things things in life will send you off track. You you have to re-steer it. You know, yeah. a, a plane or a boat you know goes off track. You you've got to constantly be checking where you're at and making those little adjustments. I think what happens is most people get distracted. Yeah. With the year, um, and then they find themselves so far off course yeah. that they either let it go or they have to make such a drastic move to get themselves back on that they drop the ball in another part of life. Or they get the bad, angry feelings about, I'm so shit, I'm bad, and then that spirals yeah, down. Yeah, ab- so absolutely. Well, everything gets triggered then, isn't it? Yeah. When really, if you kept your focus eye on the ball and just had to make little adjustments along the way, and and not get caught up in the story, like you said, that you are shit and this is crap and another crap year and this always happens to me. If you can just, you know, we're not saying don't have that because sometimes we feel that way. Um, have your moment, but just make it a moment and then get over it. Mm. You know, I think what we've learned to be like, yeah, shit happens. It's it's true, you know. Life will throw those curveballs at you. We all, we all experience it. Um, and as cliche as it sounds, it's really about how quickly can you bounce back from that and learn. And that doesn't mean ignore it or pretend it didn't happen or push it down. It's like, yeah, have your moment, have your whinge, have your cry, have your hissy fit about how shit life is, and then get over it. But don't take too long and don't spend too long there. You know, we, we sometimes time ourselves yeah. to be like, cool, yeah, that's, you know, fuck. And Big then, party. <laughs> yeah, and have that moment. And then, okay, now we're here. What, what are we going to do? And how, exactly. and how are we going to re steer ourselves yep. back on or, what changes now do we need to make to our plan in order to get back on track? And can I add to the action plan after calendarize, after create meetings, there's another one there that I forgot that should be ask for help. So mm. get help where you need it. If you are having issues with your body, like I was, and you know that you've tried everything supposedly, maybe you need to go see a naturopath. Maybe you need to get some blood work. Maybe you need to hire a personal trainer. Maybe you need to join one of those uh, Spartans or Tough Mudders or those, you know, those, those runs, those fun runs to get you motivated. Maybe you've tried forever to heal your trauma and you haven't yet. Maybe you need a coach. Maybe you need to join a program. Maybe you need to hire someone. So who can you call in mm. to help you achieve those goals? If you know damn well, that for four years you've been saying the same shit and it hasn't mm. happened mm. trust me you probably need some support yep and that could be like me with learning Spanish maybe I need to invest in a teacher yeah that's gonna keep me accountable I've got, I've got lessons yeah, to show up every week maybe his name could be Juan not a really pretty maybe, Puerto Rican Spanish maybe son right one and son two <laughs> that's the old joke it's gonna be an old man son a Spanish one. old man oh son one <laughs> Anyway, um, for example, you know what I mean? Like yep. that could be a choice you can make. So if you, if these goals are, you know, like I said, are continuous and you're not achieving them, call on an expert. And yeah, we know we're, we live in the uh, a generation where everybody seems to be an expert. And yeah, do your due diligence. Make sure they are the one. Check out yep. what they produce. Check out the. Do they get Their the results? results. Do yeah. have? Do they do it for themselves? And can you do it for other people? Because that's a very different skill set. So investigate these experts and if you need to choose that person and then don't be afraid to invest your money you know like some of the best um, advancements in ourselves have been by investing in ourselves but investing in the right coaches and the right experts that have helped us get to the next level and then we've learned from these people and then we've been able to go on and teach other people those things and I want to give you guys an example we talked about money and I was like man we you know buying healthy food y'all know is expensive like never mind when you buy organic or when you buy healthy food it is more expensive than buying shit food right and 
But he's like, what's more expensive is the Uber Eats bill that we keep getting because we're so busy and life is so crazy that we're going to order from Uber Eats. Or what's even more expensive is you going to the doctor and having a fucked up liver and having to take medication, having to get dialysis, having to get, I don't know, like all the bad things that could go wrong with your health. That's more expensive. You've now cut years from your life. Now you have to go see all these specialists, take all this medication to fix your body because initially you're trying to save money and not buying good food. So there is things that happen if we don't look at it that actually you end up paying more in the long run. So just have a look at your goals, at your actions. See if you need support. See if you need help. Please spend time on this. At the end of the day, my love, we want you to spend time on this. This is your life. This isn't about 2021. This is your life. You can use this for your life whenever. You don't have to use this in January. You can use this in June. You can do this whenever you need a reset. And guess what? You get to be brand new and start fresh every fucking second of the year. Mm. Every second. You don't need a new year. It actually reminds me that it reminds me when I was, before I met Eric, I used to do a lot of goal setting and all this type of things that we're talking about. And Easter's, Easter's used to <laughs> be, be like naturally Bray. <laughs> I love Easter's. Um, used to be a, a reset for me because if you think wow. about it, you have the new year and then Easter is about April, May, you know? And, um, here in Australia and, you know, in many Christian or Catholic based countries, we get those three days off. So I used to use that Good Friday and Easter Saturday and, and Sunday to really do another review and go, okay, mm. where am I? Like, and in most cases, things had gone off track a little bit. That's since, four months as well from the new year. Yeah, so it's, it's almost a like a quartering. So, yeah. so Easter is like another great time to be like, okay, and, and you get that holiday break. You know, there's a holiday there, so it's like instead of using that to go out and party or take a holiday or break or whatever actually using those three days to be like have i gone off yep, and can i get back on track and what do i need to redo and you know it was a really great um holiday so i'm not sure that relates to every country but um it's something to think about to set to set that time yeah um to review and in most cases or not like i said i'd be off i'd be off track and i would feel like i got a second chance on the year because of easter Mm, and that's not I a like religious that. thing either. Easter's. I like it. Nacho libre. Nacho. We love it. It's good. Hamish, I love you. Thank you for being here with me. I love you too. Although I had no choice because you walked into the car. Do I give you um, any royalties <laughs> or anything for this podcast? No royalties for you, babe. Sorry. Uh, we can have our 30-day sex challenge for 2021. Yeah. Anyway, you guys, we love you. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for, for listening. For tuning in to us. And as I said, this would be such a great PDF freebie. We need to get it happening so that you could download it. I will let you know if and when we can make that happen for you and make it available because this would be amazing. I hope that this served you. Get your shit sorted for 2021 and beyond. Okay, this is forever. I love you. I hope this podcast served you. And lastly, if you have some incredible men or anybody identifying as a man in your life that you would like to send them to Hamish's way, he's got a podcast. Tell us your podcast, pimp yourself out. Where can it, we find you, Hamish? You can find me um, at Manfulness, at Manfulness Men on Instagram. <laughs> and the podcast is Manfulness. It is about all things men. And just a little bit of a sneak peek, there is the Manfulness Masterclass Ooh. and the men's group coaching program that will soon be launched yeah. Uh, in the next few weeks or months or once I get stuff together. Yep. So uh, stay tuned for all those details. But yeah, li- you can listen to my podcast and my ramblings as well over there. And uh, His sexy voice. Thank yeah. you. And thank you. Um, and also if you're 
if you if you know a little bit about me and know that I love meditation, you can go to my Instagram, click on the link in my bio and get my free meditation or easy way to meditate course, which I think is a great way to um, get started into the world of meditation if you need some help. That is a great course. He gave it away during COVID. It was actually 97 US and it is such an action-packed course. And the person who filmed it, God, she's amazing. Mm. Um, she's incredible. Anyway. <laughs> I love you guys. Have a beautiful day and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, give it a review, please. And we'll see you next week. My love, before you go, I really want to share this incredible opportunity with you because if you're loving this podcast then you will most likely love working with me for the next 12 months in the sisterhood it's my year-long coaching experience and I have really good news because we have shifted and changed the pricing there is a new offer for 2021 because I know how many people struggled in 2020 financially and I also know how much shit came up for us that we all need to be working on so year-long coaching program, The Sisterhood, with me. You can join in person if you live in Melbourne or you want to fly to Melbourne six times a year. Or you can join online where I coach live for the 12 months. You have me as your coach. You can hit me with any problems or questions you have. We coach live for two hours a month. It is next level shit. The community is incredible. If you want to learn more, head to my website, thequeenofconfidence.com forward slash sisterhood s-i-s-t-a sisterhood i can't wait to welcome you thank you so much for listening i so appreciate your ears your time your energy and your attention please do me a favor and head over to apple itunes subscribe so that you don't miss an episode share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it and if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to. And I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey. Bye.